Welcome to Dad's a Spicy Meatball, the show where two tired dads separated by 845 impassable miles try to keep things silly, but inevitably get overly contemplative and often weird. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dad's a Spicy Meatball. I am one of your co-hosts, Scott Drockelman, and I want to really, really, really want to ziggy ziga. Wow. This is what I want to tell the people tonight. Hey, what does that mean? I have no idea. With my co-host, as always, Mr. Corey Green. Still curious about what that means. No clue. There's a lot to unpack in that song. Of course, we're referring to the smash hit by the Spice Girls, Wannabe. I think at some point, you got to get with my friends also. And I don't know what that means exactly. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking it's like, you got to get get on with my, my friends, not get, right. get on with my friends. But hey, who knows? Who's to say? But I think you're probably right. I mean... Um, that's really an important thing. That's what we're here to talk about is the importance of your significant other <laughs> getting along with your best mates. And at the end, you really, really, really want to zig ziga. I think when that happens, when you have a spouse or a partner of some kind <laughs> that wants to get with your friends, that's an exciting thing. You know, I, yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> uncomfortable with this with this reference in this because I'm still not clear on what we're talking about. Isn't that the most most fun way to be? Is just when you're out there on a ledge and you don't even really know what you're saying, and that there's an urban dictionary out there that is telling everyone that you're saying something very different than what you think you are saying. I've done that a time or two. Usually it's, not, <laughs> usually it's not sexual things, though. Usually it's like I'm using a word incorrectly because I'm an idiot. Do you want to hear my favorite of those ever? Yeah. No, this was somebody's mom. Uh, it was like some friends were with them. They were in a van. They pulled into a parking spot and they go, ah, G-spot. <laughs> and the person in the back goes, um, mom? What do you think that means? She goes, oh, the boys told me. It's when you find a great parking spot. G-spot. <laughs> Dear God. Oh, the boys told me. I think it was her sons or someone related to her in some way. <laughs> Just like this horrible, horrible trick on her. It's when you get a really tight parking spot and you just hit it just right. <laughs> you hit it just right. And then you're parked securely in there. I mean, I understand why people talk about why it's so difficult to find, but it's like... Sometimes you do. You just have to circle the lot a few times and then you find the G spot. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> sometimes you get lucky hit it the first try. Sometimes you sometimes you gotta circle the lot a few times. Good lord. Sometimes you start to go into that spot, you know what I mean? And then there's another car pulling through and you just like <laughs> that's when things get weird. It gets weird. Things... No, I don't know. There was uh I mean, is that is that part of the genius of the spice girls that they that no one knows what they're talking about, so they can just kind of <laughs> interpret it however they want. It's like Bony Vera. No idea. No, no idea. clue. No clue, but it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. The same way wannabe is, you know? Yeah, that's right. It's just, <laughs> those two artists are just going to be inextricably linked for the rest of their careers. Well, they had a similar story, didn't they? They, they locked themselves in sort of a... <laughs> There's Studio 54 type of nightclub and they just wouldn't come out it until the songs out. came out. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah. Till they had a smash hit that erupted across the global stage and empowered women everywhere. Uh, Was there, so I don't know enough about them. I just feel like we really need to unpack this thing that we don't really know a lot about which is spice girls spice girls did they actually do anything that was like girl power or did they just talk about it and that was enough (laughs) (laughs) i think it was the 90s i think girl power was in a different place maybe so i think it's probably positive that they were at least talking about it right right uh yeah i don't know i don't know was it just that like they were expressing their individuality in the fact that each of them were a different kind of a leopard skin pant? Some had like a sort of a, a corduroy. Some of them had a, a jort. Some of them had a, you know, there was a lot of different. <laughs> all, I know, all I know about the Spice Girls as of late is uh, one is married to the Red Bull Formula One boss. I can't tell you which one. Mel B.? The uh, the pr- the the principal of of Red Bull's Formula One team is I see Spice Girl. I think if you say Mel, you're you're halfway there. There's a couple no. Mels. There's, there's a couple a, Mels. Other two. Okay. There's a couple Mels. I think there's a B and a C, maybe something like that. Uh, I want to say. I want to say. I, I I'm afraid to say this because I feel like I'm gonna be way wrong. But <laughs> I, I want to say it's Jerry Hallowell. Is that one of the Spice Girls? That sounds right. I'm gonna give you full credit. I'm going to Google this. Okay, Google don't look. It. Hold on, because uh, the next question I'm going to ask you is, okay, can you look. name Can you name all of the, the different Spice Girls? I, I think I can do... So there's Sporty Spice. Yes. There was... Um, I don't know their actual names. It was... I don't know their actual names either. Oh, no. I feel like... I, I When you asked me this question, I was like, yes, I can. And then now I'm like, after one, I'm blanking. Hang on, but let me... Let me, uh, let me trudge through it. Sporty Spice. Oh, my God. Dig in oh. there. Come Dig on. down deep. Really? Oh, you <laughs> I feel oh, like that's no. not even the. I feel like that's not even the one people come up with first. I feel like that's like naming Christopher Mullen on like the '94 uh, NBA dream uh, um, um, team. Dream team. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's actually that's a that's a good one. Nobody knows Chris Mullen was on that. I just had to throw that in just to make sure people don't think we're like too into Spice yeah, Girls. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Basketball. Yeah. 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 I could. I when you said that that like clicked, but I would not have been able to. I would not have been able to name him if you'd asked me. Dude, I can't come. Uh, I can't come up with him. Do you want help? Like, give me what? one. Give me one. Posh. Uh, was that um, Beckham's wife? That's right. I, I I hate that I just referred to her as Beckham's wife. She's very famous in her own right. Victoria Beckham. Victoria Beckham. Yep. Uh, David, what are you going to do with your hair? <laughs> that was that's pretty my, good. Thanks. That's, that's pretty my, good. That's my favorite line from the uh, his motorcycle film that he made. I don't know about this. Oh, it's it's one it's wonderful. Is it just him with a shirt off riding a motorcycle? He basically like he's basically he basically watched Long Way Round, ah, and basically was like, I want to do that, but much with much more support. (laughs) (laughs) But to be fair, he was like, this is I I have trained every summer since I was you know eleven years old, and I have never taken a vacation more than a month, and if I did. It was I was contractually contractually obligated to not hurt myself. So he's like, I'm gonna go ride a motorcycle for a month. That would be so weird to have that be your life. Mm-hmm. That you like you have that many rules because you're also that all the practices and trainings and media things. I'm like, oh my gosh, like how do you know what to do with yourself? Yeah. Like probably those guys still have somebody telling them where to go all the time, right? Even when they're I mean, retired. Was, to be honest, that was kind of part of the show. It was like him trying to wrestle with like not 
having to having somebody be like, you need to be here at this time, just like being on the road. It's actually quite good. Huh. Um, but it's the, the Victoria Beckham part that I just sort of quoted is funny because he's like getting ready to go on this road trip. And you've seen like the video of it. It's like him on a motorcycle, like riding through the mud, you know, like breaking down. Like it's like everything that, uh, you know, long way round, a long way up, a long way down, like is. So you like know that's coming. And then he's like packing and, and, and Victoria's like, what are you going to do with your hair? <laughs> She's like, they're in a world where like your appearance matters a great deal every time you step out of the house. So she's worried about the practical things. <laughs> and to, to his credit, he's like, that's a great, that's a great question. I got to figure that out. And oh, babe, it is funny. Cause you can tell the, it, like the first, it gets better as you go, but like, he's definitely like posing. Yeah. Like the whole time. Yeah. Like, he knows where the camera is. And it's like, but how could he not? It's just, his whole life has been this way. It's his deal. If he wants to get those underwear ads, still, man, he's gotta, he's gotta make it work if all it were the me, time. It, I'd have to remind myself not to like pick my nose or like I'd have to remind myself like, okay, stop slouching, stop slouching. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think I would definitely forget about it. Okay, I, so sporty, posh. Was there a ginger spice? Yes. <laughs> I said that, and then I immediately was like. Ginger spice. There sure is. Come on, ginger sure spice. is. That's too old spice. Too. <laughs> yeah, old. <laughs> there, paprika. There's an old spice, high endurance. <laughs> ginger spice, sporty spice, posh, and I think there's more than and. Oh, there's five. At least oh, five. Four. I think there's at least five. Oh, I thought there were four. No, I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. Gary, baby, Gary. Scary. scary. Oh, <laughs> oh, scary actually. Yeah. yeah. Gary, sc- scary Spice is so much better. Gary Spice. Gary Spice. I was like, wait, what? Well, Gary. in my brain, I was like, I had just named Jerry Hallowell or whatever. And I was like, did he just call Jerry Gary? I'm confused. I think she's ginger because I think she has red hair. You got right? Gary. Yeah, she does. That makes sense. Then you got, you got Gary Spice. <laughs> oh, you got Frank Spice. You got all George Spice. If we ever make a band, this might be the idea. It's pretty good. I think, well, and Gary Spice is to show all the people that girl power is not just for women. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. We need, we need male, male allies too. Need one guy who's just like uh, about girl power also. I thought scary. I, I didn't. Okay. Scary Spice was in the back of my head, but I was like, Surely that wasn't actually one of them. Oh yeah, and there might be one more too. I don't know. I, okay, wait, I, sorry, but but I feel I confident about those. I got distracted by Gary. <laughs> what, was the, what was the fifth one that you named? Baby. Baby, that is so weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. All of them, like out of context. You're like, what? <laughs> Although it's kind of like Baby Spice is very like k poppy I feel. I feel like yeah. there's some strange like youthfulness things happening there. There are for sure. Was that like the first? Who was like, who was the, who was the OG? Who was the first like boy band or girl band who crossed that line first? I don't know. Cause I don't know. Like the beach boys. Yeah. 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 Got it. Yeah. But, but like, <laughs> would you, would you go all the way back to like, like Motown? Like were those guys in there sort of in, in their realm? Like, I feel like it bands? has to be like, maybe, but I feel like it, from my definition, it's like concocted by some recording oh, so it's company. not you mean like it's not a natural like we just came together and we made music yeah yeah yeah, it's like yeah. the recording company plugged them into specific like archetypal roles right because you know your backstreet boys your in sync that was happening one boys direction one direction literally was a like a 
show where they were yeah. contestants and they didn't win. Still fits that category. I don't know. They seem natural. I believe that they're really friends. <laughs> <laughs> I need this. I need, I need this. this. Don't take this from me. I mean, I feel like next thing you're gonna do is tell me Casey and JoJo aren't brothers. And if you do that, <laughs> <laughs> this is over. This podcast is over. I need to reevaluate things if that's the case. I don't know. I don't know who the OG boy band. I think are. this is our first oh. Google of the night. First Google of the night. First America's first first boy band. Now this is gonna vary widely. I have absolutely. Oh, this is saying this is saying the Beatles. Well, that's not. I, I mean, they I weren't know. concocted. The term boy band was not established until the late '80s. Was that Menudo? Was that New Kids on the Block? Um, Menudo is mentioned. What does Menudo say? I don't even know. Menudo was what Ricky Martin was in. Oh, I didn't know this. And I think they just, I think it was like, it was out of a Latin American country or Mexico. I can't remember exactly. And I think they traded out members. Mm-hmm. When you got too old, they're just like, you're out. New edition, New Kids, new kids. on the Block. And then it has the 90s, Boys to Men. Take that. What is take that? That has to be, oh, UK band. Eh. Is Take That what Ricky Gervais is in? Did you know I, he was in a boy band? No. That's Ricky Gervais. Oh, wow. With the short hair. The band somebody, was called Sienna Dancing. Somebody who's aged worse than I have. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy. <laughs> I just love it when people fail worse than me, you know? I mean, look at that guy. That's really what this podcast is about, by the way. You need to listen <laughs> to two guys that are worse at life than you are. And then tell your friends to listen to it because... Make it'll make them feel better. That's what we're all about. We're about raising self esteem of listeners. Always meatballs <laughs> out there. We're always like, you feel bad about yourself. Today's your day. Come on yeah. out. I, do do you do you have any? Well, I was, I was going to ask you a question. I'll just. I, I have a friend that I think he hangs out with me because I make him feel better about himself. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But I love the guy. He's like a yeah. sweetheart. But I really think he like looks at me as like, man, oh, I just feel better about who I am. <laughs> This is the way to figure it out. Just if they listen, then they'll be able to answer you very I truthfully. Re- I don't really actually think they feel that way, but I just think that it's... Uh... I hung out with a kid just because he had a cool house. <laughs> <laughs> like when you were when you're a kid? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, in, yeah, like middle absolutely. school or something. He was like super rich. He had like a sweet pool table, giant big screen. His house was enormous. There was always lots of good food over there. I didn't particularly like him. I did hang out with him for that reason. He taught me all about Oakley's, which was an important lesson. Especially playing baseball. You needed to know about that stuff. Yeah. I don't think I ever wore an Oakley while I played baseball in my life. Great. Good, good, good. That was I was really trying there. I was trying, that was, <laughs> I was just trying to make I was trying to, you know, extend an olive branch, talk baseball, just chop it up with you. But uh I rescind, <laughs> I rescind my comment. What would your um role be in the boy band? Oh, this this answer has changed. Okay. Well, give me both. I think you probably know this. Up until probably college, I would have said I'm the I'm fucking Justin Timberlake, of course. (laughs) Why, of course? Because I was an arrogant piece of shit. (laughs) And I just thought that was my like God (laughs) center of the band. And then I lived with you know, a bunch of assholes for four years. <laughs> took me down a few pegs. <laughs> and now I would be probably be the guy. I would be the guy that like is like the friend zoned guy that people just think is char- charming and cute. 
that like you have these really weird like you have the you have the really like there's a small contingent of women that are like really mm. into that guy big cory heads and that contingent are like really into them but yeah. everybody else is like yeah no 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 doesn't mm. do it for me doesn't do it for me <laughs> i think he's like 36 or something i don't know i don't know why he's in this band i would love for him <laughs> to be like my best friend you know <laughs> he might be gay it's hard to tell but i um definitely not in i don't get like vibes <laughs> doesn't do anything for me you know like your kid brother Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, slugger. You like, want to give him a little, like, you want to give him a, a noogie. You know, he's my noogie <laughs> yeah. guy. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> boy, that would sting even now. <laughs> so he said, boy, you're cute. I'd go, I'm a man. Please don't. <laughs> I'm a goddamn blue blooded American male. <laughs> I'd rather you said I was butt ugly. I would much prefer that. I mean, so because the archetypes are what you've got the like the bad boy, you got yeah. the the front man, pretty boy, you got, you got the you got the like prettier boy who's not the, as talented. Correct, and there might be a little quiet too. I think yeah. they might be quiet. And there's always a there's always a a little bit of conflict between him and the lead guy. Absolutely. And then what? You've got uh the old you got, one. <laughs> you got the you got the, the kind of like comp bring the like bring the guy I just described. Which right. Is yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the comedic relief guy. Yes. You're Joey Fatones, you know. Oh my God. When you when you put me when you put me in a human, it's like okay, maybe I don't, maybe I don't. You're not the Joey Fatone, don't worry. Uh, who else are we missing? I don't know. I, that's one thing. The astronaut. <laughs> Gary, we're forgetting about Gary. <laughs> the Gary, everybody needs a Gary. That's true. I, I that's one thing I do like appreciate about the, what little I know about K-pop is like sometimes they have like what like eight or nine people in these things. There's some that are like twenty. You got to like find roles for all of them. It's like, yeah. And you, what you get one part in like one song in the album at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Better shine. Yeah, Yeah. man. I feel like now they all have like the rapper, the person that can do like the rap bit. Oh, that's true. That is an important piece or beatbox. And that always makes that guy like a little bit edgy, which sort of bothers Mm. me. I feel like you're playing into a stereotype there. (laughs) Uh, You know, the reality is, is if he can beatbox, he's, Spent a lot of time in a basement perfecting that. That wasn't like <laughs> out on the mean streets, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, if you get if you if you are beatboxing on like the corner, you're getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. You better have polished that stuff up before you, you bring it out there. Way around. <laughs> oh, oh that guy's bad. He's bad. Would you rather somebody? beatbox really close to you or like play acoustic guitar and sing to you really close sorry what my first option was beatbox in what proximity very close you're they're either one they're very close let's say they're as close as like a mariachi band but it's just one person they're beatboxing very close to you but they're doing let let me give a caveat because i don't want to make it too easy the beatboxer is like really into it you know what i mean like maybe they like pelvic thrust while they do it or like something that really tells you that it's like getting them somewhere and then you, the you didn't, you didn't have to do that i mean I, okay I, I would i would never choose the beatbox one <laughs> the amount of spit that is probably coming out of the mouth and it's just a bizarre unnatural thing like mm-hmm. it just makes me terribly uncomfortable like if you're in like a like a um, like a singing group why can i not think of what i'm what, <laughs> Music uh, heads, music a, heads. No, uh, record uh, persons. Why is my brain so dumb? 
uh, sing acu- machine, acoustic, not acoustic. When you're in a uh, acapella, acapella. Thank you. <laughs> Good lord! When, if you're in a, like when you're like some acapella group and they have right. somebody who beatboxes to keep the beat, it's like okay, that's acceptable. I get yeah. it. Whatever. Any other scenario, <laughs> unless you're like the guy from Police Academy. Yeah. Any other scenario is just like I. It's, See. I choose beatbox myself because just the jeebs that I get, you know, when they're singing like um, your body is a wonderland, like real close to me, you know, with their little (laughs) acoustic guitar. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like, I don't, I, I think there's a sincerity there that I couldn't handle up that close. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever been at a party where somebody like busts out a guitar and tries to play and it's very uncomfortable. You're like, I, I don't care if you're amazing. Nobody wants to hear you play right now. Like this is <laughs> very weird. Do you have you seen the um you know the takeaway shows? Uh, yes, love those. Some of those. Have you seen the ones where it's a the solo show where it's one on one? No. There's one with there's one with Bon Iver where it's literally like him and a woman in a room and he's what, like would you be down for that like at that level or would you be uncomfortable? You want. Justin Vernon to sing right in your face. Yes. I would just, yeah, I would absolutely do it. I would just sit there and just stare and be like, this is incredible. <laughs> would you want him to make eye contact with you or not? I could go either way. <laughs> I could go either way. <laughs> it's a question of like, do I want to sit there and like have him just like perform and like whatever? Or do I want him to like sing into my soul? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm asking. I think it'd be fine with you there. You know, people talk a lot about mushroom trips, but I think the true uh, unlocking of our brains is when Justice Vernon looks deep into your eyes and sings at you from three feet away. Dude, the dude should have a meditation app that's just him singing to like to you. And like, I would pay for that over like Calm or Headspace, probably. Oh well, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> but he's not right there. I'm no, not like not right smelling what he he's ate right for lunch. You know no. what I mean? No, that he's he that's that's part of it, I think, for me. Let's say he like burped halfway through and it was like <laughs> like like a mustard and ketchup burp. Like he had hot dogs earlier today. Yeah. Like that kind of ruins it. Like I would only accept it if it was sort of like an icy breath as if it was coming from maybe Jack Frost or something like that. It needs to be very crisp and clean and um, wintry. Otherwise, yeah. I'm I'm out of it already. Yeah, yeah, I'm out of the spell. I, I try to remember who it was. The story would be better if I can remember who it was. I think I think I remember who it was. But anyway, like like there's one time I went to a really small show and the artist came through like the crowd and like stood up on the bar and played. And I can just remember him coming through and being like, "Oh, he didn't smell great. Like he's been sweating <laughs> on stage for an hour." Yeah, I don't need I don't need to spell the bodily odors. That's a different level. I don't you know, know the music the musician community is a unbathing people. You That's know? right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Just known as that. I don't imagine. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> dude, this may be a nose goes, but speaking of like, you mentioned like pulling the acoustic guitar out uh-huh. uh, in a party. Uh, I'm just going to go for it. You can tell me if I've told the story before. I was at okay. a, I can't remember what it was. It was just like a, it was like a house party, but like a, as adults. Mm-hmm. So like probably in our mid to late twenties. So not like a crazy college house party, like a chill adult house party where you're just drinking right. casually and, and mixing it up with like, col- with Caitlin's like college buddies who we hadn't seen in forever. And I got stuck talking to this guy that I have never liked. <laughs> <laughs> He's just kind of a arrogant douchebag. And 
he and I got stuck talking to each other. Like we hit a lull in the conversation. And it's just one of those days where like, I was like, I'm not going to pretend to be interested. Like, I was like, but I can't, I can't walk away. Cause there's not a conversation that I can immediately like jump into. I didn't see like an exit. It's like, we'll just stand here and it's okay. We can be in silence. I don't really, I don't really care, whatever. So we were standing there and he started, he started humming. And then he just started like out and out singing. And we're just like standing there at like what? 40, 45 degree angles, not quite looking at each other, <laughs> but still like kind of in, like kind of as if we're kind of interacting. And he's just, just singing, just singing a song. What was he singing? Just, uh, probably some like singing in the rain. Singer songwriter horseshit. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it was the one of the most uncomfortable things I've I've experienced in my life. Was he one of these really deep guys? Yeah, like, but but isn't but but isn't but yeah 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 yeah. yeah. It was so uncomfortable. At that point, I just walked away. I think I like <laughs> basically just like went and put my nose in the corner to make the point that like that was less awkward and weird than what I was experiencing by standing next to him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that seems fair. Uh, I I remember I was, you know, I was real, I was a shy guy, uh, and I got fed up with it. Like my, I've talked about this in other episodes, but I got like tired of it, and so I started playing this game where like I had to talk to people no matter where I was. If somebody stood next to me, sat next to me, anything like that, I had to. T- I forced myself to talk to them, and I remember being at this sorority thing, early in early days of trying to figure this out, and. um talking to this girl and I just, I, I literally out loud, I go, I don't have anything else. (laughs) Fresh out. Fresh out here. She goes, what? I go, I don't have anything else to talk about. (laughs) You're honest. You're honest. (laughs) And it worked like a charm. Let me tell you. Loved it. She ate it up. He loved it. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, where do you stand on mariachi bands? <laughs> I feel bad for mariachi mariachi bands. Like, yeah, I feel like they're talented, especially here in Texas. I feel like they only get used for like as like a caricature. I think it's the big guitar. I think that's what does it too. <laughs> Nobody knows what that thing is. They're like, that guitar is so big. What do you do, what do, you do with it? What is this a cartoon? From that guitar? Is this it's a like, cartoon? It's like the it's like the big tennis rackets, <laughs> like the giant yeah. tennis rackets. Yeah. But like as a kid, you always wanted to like, I just want to hit a tennis ball with that shot. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what I'd do with it after that, but I just want to hit a ball with it. I can't tell you how acutely you have just erupted a memory in my mind and how badly (laughs) I want to get on eBay immediately and see how much it costs to buy one of these things. Giant racket. Yes. I want it in my house as a showpiece (laughs) when people come in. Tell me what conversation doesn't start from walking in my house and you find a giant tennis racket there's yeah, so was, many questions immediately they had they had uh the giant tennis ball that like i feel like some of the kids really wanted the giant tennis ball which i think was a mistake it's like the, yeah. the racket is the racket's the where it's at want. because a regular like a giant tennis ball is basically like a it's like a it's like a combination between a basketball with the rubber and like a indoor soccer ball without i don't know whatever but the racket, you can hit so many things with it. Yeah, absolutely. A lot you can do. And especially with the technology these days, they probably could still make it like as light as a regular racket. Probably, and that would be the exciting so. thing. Probably so. Swing that thing. Can you imagine the court coverage you'd have with that puppy? Nobody's getting anything <laughs> by it. <laughs> Why do, is there is there I wonder if there's like a there must be a, some sort of like regulation limit on tennis racket size. 
hundred percent. These giant humans that are playing tennis now definitely would have gotten like a like a thirty inch racket or something. Oh yeah. Racket. I don't even know what how big a racket is. I couldn't tell you. That was a I total bought, guess. Thirty inches seemed to be like that me. seems right. That seems yeah. Okay. Hey Corey. Hey Scott. Hit me with the crock pot. Mm-hmm. Fire away. I didn't give you a chance to sniff that time. It was just too good. I couldn't even, I couldn't even, couldn't even get it out. I couldn't it even, was, it was great. I just wanted to open the lid. It was lovely. I just wanted, I just wanted you to see what's in here. You did great. You're going to love it. I, I did. You're going to love it. I still, I still do. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I am. Yeah. Okay, great. This is funny and serious at the same time. Okay. <laughs> this is exactly, this, this is, perfect. is ripe for us. It's a, meatballs. It's a, layup. it's a layup. This is right in our wheelhouse. So this is, from Kyle in Florida says, how do you cope or communicate with a partner that thinks that everything you do is wrong or just dumb? (laughs) (laughs) As a dad, I found myself getting depressed because to my partner, everything seems wrong or that I'm stupid for doing the things differently. I sometimes come to think that I may be in fact dumb. So... So this is this is timely. Mm. I uh, just this morning I um, I just it's one of those things where like I don't always know why think I don't know why things come up or why I choose certain moments to tell Caitlin things. But I don't know this morning while the kids are getting ready, I just go, you know, we're close to turning around the car seat for Lou because <laughs> it's <laughs> literally yesterday. I look in the car seat and it's like twenty. You can turn it around at 20 pounds. And I know you should mm. keep them facing backwards for as long as possible, mm. but it's like 40 pounds is the up, upward weight limit. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure last check-in Lou was like 30 pounds. I think, I think. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I, I know we're going to keep her in there for as long as possible. And I know she's not going to be 40 pounds for a while, but still like according to the, the rules, like we could, we could turn it around. If we wanted. Yeah. So I just, I just casually go, you know, we could turn around if we want to. Caitlin looked at me like I was a <laughs> fucking moron she's ever met in her entire life. <laughs> I got so mad. <laughs> I was like, it is literally 20 to 40 pounds. Like she's right in the middle of it. I know that we want like I know we want to keep her facing backwards as long as possible. I get it. I'm not an idiot. I was just making casual conversations with my wife because we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> I see you all the time. <laughs> We're together in this house at all times. <laughs> what, what I just said was the equivalent of, hey, you, uh, we could, uh, that toast is going to be done pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> How's the weather? Nice day, huh? Yeah, literally, it was, it was that. And, the, and I was like, oh my God, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I, like, <laughs> anyway, all that to say, Kyle in Florida, right there with you, brother. I understand how that feels. Absolutely. I am a same boat completely. I have <laughs> muttered the words, I'm not stupid many, many times, which I would say is probably the first set of advice, which is to, to yell loudly, I'm not stupid. It really <laughs> makes your point. <laughs> yeah, nothing makes you seem like a moron more than claiming that you are not one. <laughs> Oh, I just, all you had to do was say that. And now I'm, I'm taking everything back that I just said, everything I just said, we'll cancel it. Forget it. You're right. You're right. I mean, and that usually is the next thing. I don't think you're stupid. And I go, yes, you do. (laughs) 
And the reality is, is I am sometimes, okay? And I will I will categorize it as something else like ignorance or some like, well, I'm sorry I didn't read the last email that they said or whatever. But yeah, sometimes I'm just stupid, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> last night, um, I went out and had uh, a couple drinks on an outdoor patio with uh, a couple of friends and there was a covered it. Did you see that? Did you see what he did there? Everyone. He hit all the boxes that's, that's my outside, cut. outside, small group. Small group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You saw it. He's you covered. It. it was at a little like tapas restaurant and there was live music and it was, I'm, I'm starting a little bit. I'm blanking on, it's not flamenco. It's, it's, um, it's not, is it salsa? They use where they use little like finger clapper things. The cassinets. I cassinets. think that's. I think that's. I think that's flamenco. Is it flamenco? I'm. I'm an idiot. Anyway, tango. Some sort of like one of those. One of them. They do and, it in Spain, uh, right? Yes. That's, it was. Yeah. It's a Spanish. It is a Spanish uh, tradition, it, or from a from a Spanish. Good lord, I'm losing. Spanish flamingo. It's a Spanish <laughs> thing. Dear God. Oh, I'm losing my mind. It's anyway. a dance that the flamingos do. There's they stand Spanish, on one leg. Some sort of Spanish word. <laughs> they shake their know. wings around. That's the inspiration. There are these two flamingos. Two flamingos. Mm. Anyway, we're at this restaurant watching this live music. They're doing some dancing. Anyway, it's whatever. The music was too loud, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> His family uh, pulls up and gets out of their like massive SUV and walks walks in i'm immediately the first thing i do is check check my watch or not my watch i check my phone for the time because i'm like it's late yeah and i hate this i hate that i did that but i had this immediate like why are your children here what time is it and like they walked in the two kids went straight like right up to the dance floor and just like stared intently at these people dancing and then as soon as they were done they like got on stage and did their they're dancing, which was like lovely and fun to watch. And it was hilarious and, you know, heartwarming and all this stuff and just nice to be in public. And it was clear, it became very clear that like this couple, this family had come for this show. And so I had two thoughts. One was, man, how many things are my kids like missing out on right now? Just in life, this is unfortunate. But two, it was like just this nice reminder that all these rules and regulations that we were like, like hardcore about adhering to, like, it's okay. It's okay not to like, it's okay. Not like, it's okay to show up and watch live music with your, with your kids at eight 30 far past their bedtime and like, enjoy yourselves and not be stressed about it. And po- the point is what Kyle is talking about, I feel like is stimulated by this like intense need to like do things the right way, have things done a proper way, follow like the rules and regulations that have been set up in whatever book you read or whatever your pediatrician has told you or whatever your social circle implies that should be the this like structure and i feel like dudes just don't always care about that stuff we conform to it because we Mm -hmm. want our wives to be happy but like we just don't we don't give a shit at all Mm -hmm. which is why like when we're alone with the kids it looks very different so anyway all that to say i think that's where some of that tension of like don't be an idiot comes from because it's just our desire to do things differently And I think sometimes that is either not appreciated or not understood that that's the point. It's just like, we're not adhering to the rules. Right. Well, and I think there's two, there's two parts to that. Cause I agree. I agree with that totally. And I, you know, I've been a part of the conversations where it's like, the reality is, is I am somehow reflecting back on my partner. And so, uh, oh yeah, sorry, before we go into that, 
just wanted to clarify because you were headed down a road. Uh, we want to be clear. Follow the COVID rules. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that story, I go, he's going in a way I don't think he means to go. I did, did I not do enough virtue signaling at the beginning of that? No, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah. you did enough. You did okay. enough. No, 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 no. no. I, I didn't. I, yeah, this was not a tale of like, get your kids out around the world during COVID. It was right. more just like. I was tracking. Yeah, I was yeah. tracking 100%. It's okay not to put them down to bed like right on time. It's yes. okay to stay up and watch a movie. It's okay. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to make that crystal clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, thank, thank you for doing that. That's what I, was gonna, I would have listened to this later and been like, dude, I sound. No, but no, what I was going to say is like, yes, I think there's a, there's a part of it where it's like that you reflect back on me. And when you don't know how to do this thing, not only do you look like an idiot, I look like a bad mom. And I think yeah. that is the other, the other side of the coin, which we talked about in previous episodes, which is that there is no expectations of get of dads at all. So I think that's partially why we're able to live in more freedom is because nobody expects anything of us. Like if we're with the kids and we're not screaming at them, then like we're doing it awesome job and so it's like yeah. oh honey you don't know how to put your kids shoes on that is a well, at least you're out here trying yeah where you know <laughs> you're totally right you're totally right there's a ton of pressure for moms that does not exist for right for mm-hmm. for dads you're totally right about that and 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 also too even outside of social just like for caitlin it's like okay i have to get the kids down at bedtime because then I have to go get groceries or then I have to do this other, I have to cook their meals for the next two days. Or like, then I have to like their checklist is also never ending. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, it's like, let the boy stay up when he's done. I still have two <laughs> hours to watch sports. Center. <laughs> <laughs> now I only have an hour and a half. What's the problem? <laughs> I can still watch it one and a half times. That's all. I was planning to watch it twice all the way through for some reason, but I, I'm going to double down Kyle. I'm going to say, if you're okay, let me give the first caveat, which is like, do your due diligence, right? Don't be an idiot. I like us. <laughs> <laughs> try, try a little bit, read a little bit, yeah, uh, be involved. But uh, at a certain point, like maybe that's your responsibility is to bring the stupid into the family. I think that's my role. I think I, I, I thrive in that. I am, uh, I will make myself the ass. I'm happy to do so. <laughs> so maybe that's, uh, maybe that's good <laughs> yeah we're not we're not talking like uh give nuts to your six month old no don't do that either <laughs> not that kind of stupid i'm gonna see if my three-year-old likes whiskey <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're saying be stupid but don't throw them off the roof all right can we, can we say that you know maybe but maybe let them have floaties you know yeah 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 do that do that do that on the serious side of it too i have 100 percent had moments too where i felt like a huge idiot and I was embarrassed. And then my embarrassment probably came out as an inappropriate response in some way. And instead of like doing something to make myself more competent in it, um, I was just mad that I did feel stupid and I probably felt hurt because I felt stupid and it just came out probably as anger. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, dude, the embarrassed dad moments are the worst. They're the wor- like, they're, and there's no way out of them. It's like mm-hmm. this, like, oh my gosh, because you're like, I have to set a good example. I can't mm-hmm. blow up here. I can't mm-hmm. go hide. I have to just like soak in this and either whatever, depending on what happened, like either apologize or admit you were wrong or yeah. And, and our kids are young. I feel like there are many more to come. Oh, absolutely. 
I know. I feel like I'm going to be like looking over my shoulder, like, are you seeing this? This is for you. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be an example here. I wouldn't do this this early. I'd let this simmer for a minute. I'd let this, I I couldn't, you know, I wouldn't come back this fast, but performance art happening. (laughs) No, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's, it's for real. It's, we've talked about it in other episodes too, but there's, I feel like there's especially particular moments too, where you're just like, I am the least helpful person here right now. And, uh, it's showing. And so, yeah, maybe their frustration is, uh, warranted, but I also feel embarrassed over here in the corner and like a little boy. And I would love to not feel like this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool. I'd be into that. I think I literally texted you one time. I think I said, I think I said something to the extent of, it was like when I was right in the thick of it and I texted you something like, do you ever just feel like a chump in front of <laughs> your wife, mother-in-law and your children or something like that? And I was like, cause I do right now. Like, <laughs> have been for a few weeks now at this point, a big chump. And you said, no, I've never felt that way. You're, yeah, no, you're an idiot. Yeah, you idiot. idiot. You're an idiot. I have no idea if there was anything helpful in there, Kyle. <laughs> I'll be honest. I gave you what I had. I, uh, I, I think maybe empathy is as good as we've got for you right now. And then um, I think we would say, I feel what you felt and maybe use it too. And then also have a real conversation. Say, hey, I felt embarrassed and stupid when that happened. Is there a way you can give me that information in a different package? Because I know there's going to be times where I'm wrong and you got to tell me about it because I didn't read the book, but uh, I feel bad. Well, they're meatballs. We've come to the end of another one. I hope you don't stop right here, right? This is probably the moment you've listened to enough episodes. <laughs> Sometimes we say something interesting after the parts that you already know how they go. So maybe hang on. I don't know. I can't make up any promises, but Corey might have something for you right at the end. I don't know. I'm making a promise. Corey's going to have a gem. He's going to say something. the funniest thing that you've ever heard. <laughs> Please send us your questions. <laughs> to uh dad's a spicy meatball at gmail.com where you can find us on instagram or facebook we'd love to hear from you so we can talk about your whatever you're going through in this sh- on the show in the crock pot uh or if anything anything else you hate it you love it yeah anything we'll take all those as well we haven't got enough negative feedback so we'll take that as well special thanks to nick shields of the band odd folks for our theme music we love it thank you to julie hartman uh for our artwork it is fantastic. And a uh, special thanks to you there, fella. Hey, thank you. Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to you. I didn't know if you were going to, if there was more to come there. So I was pausing, but. Uh... No, that's it. That's, we were tricking them. There's yeah. nothing. I can't believe they're still listening. Bunch of suckers. <laughs> uh, I have a shout out. I just got a text message from a, a good friend of ours. Shout out to uh, Clay and Brett just went into labor. Hey, mazel, mazel, mazel. Hopefully it goes well, or else we'll have to cut that bit from the uh, the spot. This uh, is true, and <laughs> I assume that we'll just send them um, this episode, just sort of as a for those first few hours with the baby. I think this is probably what they want to listen to. You know, <laughs> something comforting and right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, shout out to Clay and Brett. Hey, absolutely. Congrats, 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 congats. Did you know when you hung on here that there was going to be a birth? (laughs) Did you know? A live birth streaming. Here it comes. All right. 
Hang on for the next uh, 12 to 14 hours. <laughs> you can find the FaceTime video live <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, That's the next phase in podcasts, right? It's somebody just live streaming a, a whole birth, right? Just the audio. That's right. Talk about being called an idiot, just, you know? Just the audio. Did you send me that Instagram post of um, uh, photos of men reacting to their babies being delivered? No. Oh, I'll have to send it to you. It's 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 not as funny as it could be, but it's still pretty funny. It's like four or five photos of dudes, just like their faces when the baby's coming out. Because it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy, but I feel like you can't react. That was no, 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 no. I just felt like you, you had to like be in it. These dudes are not. <laughs> <laughs> Letting it all fly, guys. <laughs> It's yeah, I think literally just like bug eyes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think mine was pretty much like, oh yeah, I see this every day. That was what I was trying to communicate. And I was like, totally- oh my gosh, what <laughs> the heck? And then all of my friends, I'd be like, you gotta watch. And they'd be like, I don't think I'm gonna I'm like, no, for real. You gotta watch. I'm like, I recommend yeah. it. Just watch. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't, I don't, no, 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 just do it. Trust me. <laughs> Well, there, guy, we did it again somehow. We did it. We somehow pulled it off. This was our Everest. <laughs> we have climbed it. We're lacking oxygen and we lost mm. some of our toes in the process. Absolutely. That's a different story. It. That's a tale for another episode. But hey, you know what? What do you, what do you think? Should we? Uh, well, first, I like you. Hey, that's nice. I like you too. You're okay. So, should we do it next week? Hey, let's, might as well. I had to butter you up first before I asked. I he had to did. make sure. He did. Make and sure you. I was, I was leaning towards no, but now I'm, I'm a strong maybe to may, maybe. I love that. I love probably, I'm a big probably. maybe guy. I'll say it probably. probably. I'm a big maybe guy. Big probably yeah. guy from way yeah. back. Yeah. So that, that works. That's cool. You are. That's cool. All right. This is where I leave you. This is where I leave you. <laughs> I kind of want that to be the ends from now on. This is where I leave you. This is where I leave you. <laughs> Cut. Outro music. Let's, let's try it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll leave we the, have, the original. We have outro music. I've never listened to one. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Good God. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Well, love you, guy. I will talk to you last next week. Last love week. You. I'll talk to you last Dude, week. Now we're now we're getting crazy. Time travel. Wow. <laughs> what if the machines were in charge? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking computers. <laughs> they were in charge. <laughs> All right. All right. Toodles. Bye bye. Mooches. <laughs>